0: Hey everybody, thanks for staying with us into our guest segment for the Common Sense Show. And uh, remember, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And my name is Dave Hodges and I am the host of this show that gets to interview some very fascinating people like Kathy Rubio. And we're going to be going to Kathy in just a moment. But first, we got to pay a couple bills because there are people that keep the lights on here. At the Common Sense, common sense show, almost at the Communist Sense show. No, we are not communist here. We're just. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that support, Kathy. <laughs> uh, boy, talk about a bad Freudian slip. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by preparewithdave.com. That's our storable food company. And, and I agree with Representative Massey from uh, Kentucky. And he said. Uh, Bad food stuff coming, shortages coming, few weeks to a couple months, it's not going to be good. And my wife discovered uh, huge egg inflation the other day in the grocery store, and she's out shopping right now, looking to see if she could get a better deal. And I told her, I said, this is how it starts, honey. First, it's hyperinflation, and then all of a sudden, you can't get what you need, and that's why people need to be stocking up. Listen to me, I'm not joking when I'm saying this to you. If you don't want to buy our storable food, you say, it's just too expensive, and it's really what the lowest priced in the country if not the lowest and they haven't raised prices but if you say i could do better in the grocery store then by all means do it but i'm telling you right now don't be a fool you need to have two years of storable food okay our, our friends at the lds church they are 100 percent right in what they're saying 100 percent right and history has been a good teacher for these fine people because they have been the victims of persecution in the past and they've showed us that you better learn to be on your own So, preparewithdave.com. 25-year shelf life, restaurant-quality food. And if you have food, you better have water. And what if the situation gets so bad in this country, whether it's civil disobedience, uh, civil war, uh, we have a new pandemic sweeping our way, not coronavirus, but something much more serious, and people aren't on the job you know, purifying your water. And what comes out of your tap could be crap, and you would be in big trouble. So what should you do? Well, you need a water filter a reliable one, and this is the best in the business. If you go to waterwithdave.com, you'll see the research that shows you, not testimonials, research that says this is numero uno, waterwithdave.com, and here's the best part. It's 40% off. So you've got preparewithdave.com, you got waterwithdave.com, you got food, you got water, you got life. Please take advantage of this stuff. Kathy Rubio has been a guest on our show many, many times. I've known Kathy over a period of several, several years, at least going back over a decade. And uh, she always has really, really good stuff coming out of Central America. She's got other things, too. But when I think of Kathy, I always think, ooh, if I want something on Central America, that's one of the people I'm going to be calling. So I contacted Kathy, and we kind of set this up on the spur of the moment and I said, I want to know what the latest is in Central America because we're so focused on COVID and the illegal arrests and all the nonsense going on in California and Michigan and New York that we're kind of losing sight of other things that could get us too. It's kind of like, you know, we're looking off in the jungle and we see the animal a 100 yards away, but we don't see the bear attacking us from behind. And that's kind of what we're going to do today. We're going to look at the bear that's right in our midst. Kathy, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us and we were chatting a little bit before we went on air about what's going on in um, Nicaragua
1: well in Nicaragua uh, on March 6th the president and his wife went missing and they weren't being heard from by the people at all it's been a month now a little over a month and so I did read that tomorrow morning And this was from CNN, um, that tomorrow morning they will be making an appearance with him and he will be speaking to his people tomorrow. So I guess he's not dead unless (laughs) they're using a double. That could be.
0: (laughs) Uh, We've seen that before, yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Lots and lots. I saw I saw one this week that just surprised the living garbage out of me, but I knew it was a double right away, and that was Michael Pence. Because Mike Pence does not have um, arthritis in his hands. But Michael Pence the other day had arthritis really bad.
0: You know, I've heard this a lot. I have heard this a ton. Yeah. And people don't realize that heads of state, no matter what country you're in, they do have doubles that is not uh, a a unique event
1: yep yeah and we got a lot of things going on in this country that could keep you busy forever but one of the more important things to me that is going on in Honduras two things Dave when I first went to Honduras in 1997 at that time Policemen there were not allowed to become Christian. That wasn't an accepted thing because they had to kill people. So when I got there, I spent my first year with 200 men from the police department who would meet with me underground every week. And they became very, very close to God. So today, my heart was really, really touched when I saw a policeman in the open drop to his knees in the middle of the street and begin to pray out loud to God. That's how bad things are in there right now.
0: You think it's it's critical right now? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's critical. When you got policemen praying, (laughs) praying, in the open it's very critical yeah and what's happening down there is Cuba started about a month ago sending in Taliban from Afghanistan and uh, also sending in Chinese with them because you know Cuba has a Chinese port there or a, a base there and so uh, it, they're filling up, and they're burning out the people in the mountains down there. They're burning up their land. They're burning up everything. And so according to the missionaries that I'm talking to, it's hard to even breathe down there. Hmm. There's so much fire.
0: What's uh, What part of the country is this in?
1: This is in Tegucigalpa the capital.
0: Okay. And and I guess I would ask why the violence against people's properties. What what's the main intention there?
1: I don't know if they're trying to go after the land, if they're just trying to create as much havoc as they can before they come up our borders because that's the ultimate goal. Yes. is coming up our borders. And um it didn't really get started good either until after Trump announced that we were going after the cartel so it's a mixture of what's destroying that country, it's a mixture of the cartels, the Taliban and the Chinese
0: Hmm. that's quite a how many miles from the border is this our border
1: well, it took me three days driving, mm-hmm. and that was stopping one night to get some sleep. Okay. That was it. Yeah. so
0: it yeah, I'm, I'm going to say two, three hundred miles, is that five hundred miles? Oh, or,
1: no, it's much further than that. Eight hundred miles? So the border of Guatemala is probably five hundred miles. Okay, all right.
0: I remember yeah. that when Nicaragua formed an alliance with uh, Soviet Russia in the uh, 70s and 80s, before the collapse, they had Soviet backfire bombers there. And it really upset us because the range of those bombers was about eight to 900 miles. And they said easily these bombers could reach the United States with a nuclear payload.
1: Well, now you know, Dave, that we have, the Chinese have a port... In Nicaragua. I know that. So they can get to us much easier.
0: Well, let me ask you this question then. The port there, are they offloading communist Chinese soldiers?
1: Don't know. Didn't ask that question. I will, though, (laughs) next
0: time. (laughs) (laughs) We need to say, hey, Dave wants to know. (laughs) <laughs> you, <Yeah. laughs> you gotta let dave know what's going on down there i would guess that they are i mean listen we're hiding there are people hiding Chicom soldiers in this country as well as uh, ms-13 isis hamas hezbollah and um i promised i wouldn't tell where they're hiding it's multiple locations but there's a central theme but i'll let you guess you want to make a guess where they're hiding knowing that i can't really answer
1: uh be awful close to the border down there
0: Actually, sure it's throughout the united states that that's about yeah. as much it's bigger than a bread box that's about as much as i can tell you yeah yeah and so i'm, I'm sworn to silence So but what listen I'm they, most these people concerned are concerned about
1: what i'm most concerned about is if the taliban gets through here and i know they're going to <laughs> They plan on going into Texas area. Well, there's a lot of places to cross over where they can go into Texas. And once they get there, I'm more concerned if they join up with the with the um, what do they call them uh, with the other Mo- Islamics that are against
0: us. Hamas, Hezbollah, yeah, yeah. Hamas, yeah. Hezbollah yeah. and ISIS. In fact, right. James Comey, and probably the only truthful public statement the man ever made, on in February and also on July 4th of 2016, he said, there are ISIS cells in all 50 states.
1: Yes. And I know that to be true there was a biker group that i had on my show one night i cannot think of the name of them right now uh but they were following them and they were noticing that they were all setting up their camps in our national parks and remember when obama closed down our national parks yes that's why because they were in there being trained by us Americans. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: We're training them under
0: Obama. Like, yeah, one of those places oh. was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we had, I don't know if you remember seeing this on my website but we had a ton of reports out of Gatlinburg. Russians were there. Chinese were there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. People from the Middle East who did not like America were there. And the people of Gatlinburg were beside themselves, and they shut down that area of the Smoky Mountains. Um, and I, reported I remember on that not
1: too many years ago when uh, a group of them was found by some police. I believe that was in the mountains in Colorado. And uh, um, yeah. they were found with weapons.
0: My friend Paul Martin and, and I reported on this. And the police gave
1: them back the weapons and let them go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in northern Colorado, um, in the northern part of the Rockies, in that state, above Estes Park. And uh, Paul Martin and I did a show on that. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember the years. Four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah. And uh, you know, Paul's from northern Colorado. And uh, that's true. That's absolutely true. Listen, when you you can't have open borders for as long as we had them, and to some extent we still do, and not have these kinds of things happen. Yeah.
1: Well, these jihadis that are coming through, uh, and I'm calling them jihadis because that's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're coming through uh, Tegucigalpa, And they want to commit jihad in the United States. They've been waiting until we would be so weakened...
0: with com. that's water with dave.com waterwithdave.com. save 80 dollars for a short time
1: within our own country that they could just step right in and they think now's the time
0: well with the coronavirus lockdown they might be right yeah you well, think
1: they can't go after any crowds, can they?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, there is a story out there that I've got from more than one person, speculative from a military source of mine. He said, Dave, what do we achieve from a national security standpoint by locking the country down that has nothing to do with the coronavirus? And I thought for a second and I said, yeah, there are no large crowds. He goes, bingo. No football games with 70,000 people, no concerts with the same amount of people, no malls with a couple thousand people shopping. He said, no schools in attendance with, you know, a thousand or 1,500 students. Uh, And I thought, yeah, you're right on the money with this. Um, That's right. by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. We were wondering if, uh, you know, because I've talked about a possible Tet Offensive happening here where they all attack at the same time on the same day. And I said, with all the terrorists we have in our country and the cartels and so forth, yeah, there could be a joint effort that would happen. And uh, do you think that we could have a Tet Offensive kind of event here with terrorists and uh, and embeds, you know, from the cartels?
1: I do I do and what's going to happen is Trump is going to go down there with our men and he and his ultimate goal is of course Venezuela and um, while our men are all down there busy they're going to be bringing them in this border who's he needs be, a better yeah. s- strategician
0: yeah, well, let me ask you this, Kathy. Who's going to be brought in and by whom? Let's be specific.
1: The Taliban will be brought in by the cartels. Mm hmm. The, the cartels ain't going to send the best of their men down south to fight no war. Uh uh-uh. uh. They're going to be coming up this border. <laughs> Wow! Now, something big is going on, because I opened up this letter that I got from the embassy in Tegucigalpa today, and uh, they will have flights going in and out of Honduras for exactly three more days. And then there will be no more commercial flights that any of the Americans can get on. To come home So they got to make up their mind In these next three days If they're going to stay down there Or if they're going to come home And they've already brought Tons of them home 6,000 of them So they're getting ready for all out war
0: Between whom?
1: I think it's going to be the Taliban The cartels And by the way It's going to be difficult with the cartels, because the president of Honduras right now, Hernandez, he is a part of the cartel.
0: Most of those leaders down there are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I find it very interesting that all of a sudden Daniel Ortega is going to appear on the scene tomorrow. And I can't wait to hear what he's got to say, because I believe they're going to get down in there with, with uh, Venezuela, and they're going to help Venezuela. And they're going to help the Chinese for sure.
0: Is this the beginning of Red Dawn?
1: I believe it is. I think that we're going to get surrounded on all sides. I haven't noticed anyone paying attention to the east coast or to the west coast. Uh, I have seen that up here in Minnesota there are extra patrols going now on the on the Canadian border. Uh, but I've not seen anything else. Hmm. And I know that Trump has been taken down into the dumps with his family, so what you're seeing every day is a double, and he's been down there for at least two weeks, ever since he made the announcement that they're going after the cartels. Because at the same time that you make this announcement, then you're letting all these people out of prison. I'm not sure who's doing that. Who's behind that? Is that?
0: It's Pelosi in the deep state.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I can't say as I'm surprised. I'm I'm really not. Um, That's, um, yeah, very, very disturbing. And, And I hear what you're saying there. And I just had an old crap moment. Let let me give you a couple reactions, observations I've made, and I'm gonna let you react to it based on what you just said about Trump. Mm. First of all, his son in law Jared Kushner does I don't think he's a friend of America. He's a business partner of George Soros. Okay. So that's kind of setting the backdrop. And um on the on the uh, press briefings right now that are going on, since March thirteenth and the national declaration of emergency took place, basically giving control of the country to Gaynor, the director of FEMA, uh, the presidential seal has not been on the podium. And I've done pictures on the website before and after March 13th. And that's really clear. All it says now is Washington, uh, uh, D.C. uh, on the bottom, and at the top it says the White House. And no presidential seal. The other thing is I noticed very early on when they started holding the daily conferences that Trump and Pence looked like They had been taken to a room and tortured. They looked terrible. I mean, I attributed to sleep deprivation at the time. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying they've been tortured, but I'm saying these people did not look like themselves. The Trump that you saw on the campaign trail a, a month before that is not the Trump that you're seeing right now. Would you agree with that?
1: No, I would agree. And when you do see the seal back on the podium, which it was yesterday, that's the real Trump. They're bringing him up, letting him make this that speech yesterday. That was the last one, then down he goes. But, see, the problem is Fauci and uh, Bricks, whatever her name is. Brooks. I think that's her Brooks, name. yeah burks
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah those bricks, bricks is good. Bricks are is good. aligned
1: com- n- n- no
0: she's no, not no 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 here's what i'm saying bricks is a good descriptive term for her because her policies oh, yeah, and her alliance yeah, yeah. to bill gates financially she's right, throwing bricks right. through the windows of every american home
1: that's where i was going yep <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> All right. And
1: I noticed that when Trump himself got up and spoke yesterday, she was not allowed to come up. She was sitting in front of the podium, and that was that was it. So I believe that he is struggling to come back out from under whatever they got him under, whether it's his, his family or what. But here's what I, I feel. I feel that there is a coup d'etat that has taken place in Washington, D.C., and it is not a coup d'etat against President Trump. It's a coup d'etat against the American people. We are being taken over.
0: Well, I think the president is, too. I I have said just as much as you said.
1: They got him. They already got him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been referring to him and referencing him. I call him Donald. And people say, why are you calling him Donald? Because I said, that's not a president right now. He has uh, abdicated Mm -hmm. his uh, authority as president. And uh, I, I said this. I said, you know, after Fauci went on CNN... And said, if the president would have acted sooner, uh, we wouldn't have had as many deaths. And that same hypocrite was in the in the media uh, on, what was it, February 29th, saying, we don't want to overreact to this. And now he's criticizing the president for doing exactly what he wanted him to do. Um, yeah,
1: they just yeah. flipped everything around.
0: Yeah. Well, just... Pelosi was on a, a, a Channel 5 out of the Bay Area. And they were interviewing her and she said, come come to Chinatown. Tourism's down. they got great deals. Come in large groups. Now she's saying February is when the president should have locked everything down. Aha. Uh-huh. Is that right, Nancy, since you were telling people to violate social distance and come to Chinatown?
1: Well, I was very proud of the American people today in Michigan yes. and Ohio. They got up and that's what the rest of us have to do we got to get up and say no more we are not accepting this you can go crawl in your corner somewhere we're not going to be taken over
0: yes uh i have something to tell you i got called by lisa haven a couple hours ago now and lisa Mm -hmm. told me she said dave did you hear about the protest on Monday? And I said, uh, Michigan? She goes, no, here, in Arizona. And I said, oh, uh, where? And she said, at the state capitol. And I said, well, tell me about it. And she said, well, there's a guy running for office, and he's a Tea Party member, and he already has 20,000 signatures on a petition to reopen the economy in Arizona. And he said, and they are congregating at the state capitol. So yours truly is going to go down to the Capitol and I'm going to do a live stream series of interviews there um, with this event so this Good. yeah, what you said about Michigan today you're proud of the people of Michigan
1: yes I okay. am Okay,
0: I said I was Nostra Hodges on this day because I said oh gosh five weeks ago I said America is going to put up with this crap until about the middle of April and then the wheels mm-hmm. are going to come off. And I said, and then the government's going to have a real hard decision. And what, the, what are they going to do? And we're seeing it right now. April 14th, Michigan. April, what will that be next Monday? April 20th, I believe, will be uh, state capital in Phoenix. So you know there's going to be others.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure that they're organizing everywhere. And I know that the, the there's a lot of groups organizing right now. And I'm glad, I'm glad that we're going to get up. I mean, I'll take my walker down there, I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be a sight. (laughs) And
1: I know that the women are raising up, because I just got invited a couple hours ago to uh, a women's meeting that's going to take place in Minneapolis. Uh, And they asked me to come on as a guest. And speaker, I said, absolutely, absolutely. How do you would I cancel? I can't do it no more.
0: Okay, tell us what are you gonna what are you gonna say?
1: Well, I think that uh, we have had enough. I certainly have had enough uh, of losing my freedom. Every day that goes by, they're taking mm-hmm. more and more and more, and I I got to get up. I don't believe that my kids are able to get up. I mean my grandchildren, the younger ones they they're so indoctrinated they can't get up.
0: Yeah, the schools have done a number on our kids, haven't they?
1: Yes, they have and they it's not just the, the schools, it's the cell phones. They don't realize that that cell phone that they're hanging on so tight to is ruling every bit of their lives, and they can't. If you ask them to lay them down, they're not going to do it.
0: (laughs) It's just it is an addiction. I read something a few years ago from the American Pediatric Society, and they said that they estimated just under half of America's kids are addicted, clinically addicted, to their cell phones.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not even just that. Uh, we've got two-year-olds that come and visit their grandmas here, and they they have... Um Baby Shark playing all day long. Well, you don't know. I've never played it backwards, but I'd be very interested in anybody that wants to play that thing backwards.
0: (laughs) Backwards And see what
1: is going into my kids. Because they are absolutely mesmerized. Mesmerized by that song.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: And for hours, you don't even need to worry about that two-year-old. She ain't going to do nothing but stand right there in front of that song.
0: Well, tell me something. Okay. what What's the message of this song? I'm not familiar with it.
1: I neither. I try to turn it off every time it's on. I don't even want to hear it.
0: Have you heard any uh, you of the know,
1: lyrics? You know, I don't know what's... I, I've heard the lyrics, but over and over and over, and I don't... I try to turn them off when they comes on. I don't want to hear it, because I know that they are using that thing to mesmerize these kids. Yes. To mind wash these kids. Wow. And that's why I think somebody should take that song, play it backwards, see what's on it.
0: (laughs) Oh, how about a little 80s, trip back to the 80s technology. Backwards masking. (laughs) Yeah. Are you familiar with the work of David John Oates and how he'll play someone's recording backwards and he says words come out that show what the person's truly thinking yeah yeah are you familiar with that technology yeah. yep yeah i saw i i saw him um kind of video somewhere and he actually demonstrated it was really funny he played a, 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 a clip of bill clinton saying i did not have sex with that woman monica lewinsky okay <laughs> and so david john oates played this backwards and it said she's a great kisser (laughs) I i about fell out of my chair when i heard this now listen i can't sit here and vouch for the science whether it is or it isn't i haven't tested it i haven't read any data but i can tell you what i had one heck of a good laugh when that happened um yeah. let's go to El Salvador for a minute because there's been a stunning turn of events in El Salvador let me tell you what I know and then I'll let you take it from there what I know is they have a pro-American president we have loaded them up with American military equipment they are our ally against a Red Dawn invasion and in addition we actually have sent some Southcom troops there as well okay so tell me what you know about El Salvador Southcom is
1: stationed down there that's mm-hmm. absolutely true and Southcom has been down there for many, many years. So I find it very interesting that the person who is leading Southcom is the brother to the one leading Northcom.
0: Oh yeah, no, they're cousins. I think cousins.
1: Or cousins. Okay. Fuller and I knew they related. Yeah. I'm like, wait. holy cow.
0: Yeah, that got my attention <laughs> too, Kathy. The family, no, they. Well, well, yeah, and and by the way, they're both in lockdown. O'Shaughnessy, uh, the head of Northcom, is in Cheyenne Mountain, two thousand feet beneath the ground. Right, and, and that's and, war yeah. mode stuff. That's war stationing, and in Florida, where Southcom is headquartered, um, Admiral Fuller is in a lockdown position in an unknown location. So, yeah, we are in war mode right now. There's no question about that.
1: And I don't believe that they're in lockdown, myself. I think that they're down there trying to figure out what they can do about the White Hats. So we'll see where that goes. Talk to me
0: about White Hats. How do you define them and what are they?
1: The White Hats is a group I've been a member of for a very long time. And I probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but oh well, it's out there.
0: It's okay. We'll protect you. Um,
1: <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so the White Hats began over on China. Do they call it China Mountain? China something. It's a base down there. In uh, I think it's called China. Mountain. It, and it's a military base. They rescued 35,000 kids out of there. Traffic. they were being held down there. Trafficking? Traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And our part of our military was down there. They were a part of this. So they blew up. The White Hats blew up. All the dumps down in there. They destroyed... China Lake, that's what it's called. They destroyed it. After they got the kids out. Interesting. Now, very interesting is to, to find out where did them kids get taken to. I haven't found that out from anybody. And I've been listening to the White Hat reports every day. But nobody, they're being very careful about seeing where them kids went. Did they get them back to their parents? I don't know. And if they did, they're going to have to have (laughs) psychiatrists lined up from here to China.
0: L- let's, go to back help to, yeah, let's go back to el salvador for a second here um, I, uh, uh-huh. l- let's talk about their change in allegiance they used to train terrorists and and cartel members right. together to form a red dawn paramilitary invasion force and we've right. we've interviewed about that before and um, mm-hmm. you you are an eyewitness to this so tell me what changed in el salvador the president
1: changed and he is a Christian right-wing president. And he loves Trump. So that's what changed. Hmm. Your leadership changes. If you have a good leader, you walk a good road. And if you have a bad leader, you walk a bad road. The The general population of, of uh, El Salvador are very Christian loving people and they didn't like at all the way their country has been not at all so they've been praying in uh, for a long time a Christian man and they got one
0: well how did this Christian man overcome the communist forces in his country and the Chai Com influence and manage to get the reins of power
1: I don't know. I don't you know, know how
0: you know, I I've asked that question of many Latin American experts, and their answer yeah. is exactly what you just said. You yeah, don't know.
1: I don't, I don't know. Only God. That's the only thing I can think of. God got it ready, and God did it. And that's what we need in this country. The Christians have got to get on their knees now and start fighting this war.
0: Well maybe this is starting There's with the protest. No other movement. way
1: to win this war.
0: Kathy, I bet you were as distressed as I am about Easter Sunday.
1: Oh, I was.
0: I just uh, I was.
1: I mean, I my son came and um I couldn't even invite him in. I couldn't even bring him in the building. And I looked at him and I said, isn't this a shame? I can't even give you a hug. And it might be the last time I ever see you.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, And if I remember right, in our previous discussion, you're Catholic, correct? No. Oh, you're not? not? Okay.
1: Uh -uh.
0: Um, But let's talk about Catholics for a second. I wanted to bring this up to you. Um, You're familiar with the practice of last rites, Yes. And, and, uh, uh, I have a friend who's an attorney and he is Catholic. And he told me, he says, Dave, last rites aren't being performed and this is a major slap in the face to the Catholic religion. He was beside himself on this. And he says, I'm looking for partners now to launch a First Amendment lawsuit for, you know, the right to religious freedom. And, uh, this was a big, big deal to him. And, um, it, it, it just—it's. Do you think it's deliberate, the crackdown on the churches? I mean, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I can walk into Walmart today, and no one's observing social distancing. And, uh, and I can hang around there for as long as I want, but I can't go to church under the same circumstances.
1: That's right. Let what me you? tell you something that just happened to me day before yesterday. And they they have now and by they I mean the government has showed me who they are and what they're most afraid of Mm -hmm. because I had a policeman call me from New York we were talking on the phone and uh we we started to talk about what it was going to take to turn this thing around and there is no other way but spiritually speaking we have got to do what god demands of us get on our knees and fight this war and we have to do it together so because i have to be in my house doesn't mean i can't be together with you i'm together with you right now yes right so i i said to him let's we need to get back to prayer let's get these people lined up on Skype or Zoom or whatever you want to use I don't care and we got to start doing these prayer groups where two or three are gathered God always answers that prayer but you got to gather and I think it's time it's time there's no other way to come out of this
0: So you think the counter-revolution against the takeover of this country and the shutdown of the Constitution will come from spiritual forces, not a physical reaction?
1: Well, let me finish my story. So he and I, we talked about this prayer. We got serious about how we were going to set it up. And by the way, anybody out there who would like to join us in prayer, we're glad to have you. Um... But just to prove that my phone was being monitored, or his, it was one or the other, maybe both, the next day, this Trump that they called Trump, which is not him, got up and announced that probably we would be coming out of this mess that we're in by May 1st. And he wants everybody to go back to work. And well, you know what that proved to me? They were listening to our conversation. And prayer scared the garbage out of them. So they had to think of a different way to come out of that. So they put their Trump up there the next day to tell us that we would all be going back to normal by May 1. Maybe before that Trump said Mm. they are listening to every word we say and that's why the Bible tells us every word you speak has weight it carries life or death and that's what we got to get to now life or death I want to see the death Of this destruction, this spirit of destruction that is coming to the United States. I want that spirit dead. So I'm going to pray for that. And they know it. They know that if we ever get together and we work around what the situation they put us in, we're going to change this world quickly. Quickly. When we obey God and we do our part.
0: Well, I think that's a very sobering thought. But if you can't get the people into church, how are you going to marshal the spiritual forces to make a change?
1: I don't know. I think they're pretty well ready right now. (laughs) I think they have gone through so much in their homes, waiting and trying to figure out what's going on and remember the Bible tells us in, in Isaiah that during these days they're going to seek out the Christians they're going to look for us to help them and we have to be ready
0: um, I have two answers to that no and hell no mm-hmm. and um, but I do, I do see this present COVID-19 crisis is a direct assault upon Christianity because of the inconsistency. Absolutely. The the, the enforcement is so inconsistent it makes no sense. I mean, you saw in North Carolina, they had these people in their cars receiving a sermon, and they all got $500 tickets in their cars.
1: Well, we had them in their cars here in Minnesota, and nobody got a ticket. Good. The policemen were in their cars. So
0: I, I would I refuse that order if
1: I was a cop. State that you're, huh?
0: If I was a cop, I'd refuse that order. I'd say, no, I'm not going to do that. That's the first amount. No, that's an illegal they order. They were
1: in the car- cars for the service.
0: Good. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them.
1: Yeah. That's what we have to do. We have to support them in a way that they understand that we know they're doing their best. You know, I have a daughter that's a cop. I'm afraid for her. I'm afraid what's going to come up here pretty soon. and I think that we as Christians can change that. We can change it. It's not too late. And anybody who thinks it's too late for God don't know God.
0: Well, things look bleak, but it ain't over till God says it's over
1: that's right
0: yeah i totally agree. I, mean,
1: I ain't waiting for no fat lady to sing either
0: <laughs> well I, I think when we look at uh america though i am hopeful that the christian religion will be the rallying point and uh it's certainly not coming from the pope oh my gosh did you see the pope today he wants universal basic income which is Feudalism. I mean, it's like we're going to all make you serfs now. Your economy's over, you're serfs. It's part of the enslavement process. And,
1: and look what he's been going through over the last weeks. He's given up everything. Yeah. Everything to get this new world order in here. Because he knows he'll be selected as the one world church.
0: Yeah, the high priest of Gaia. How's that?
1: Mm -hmm. And there you go.
0: (laughs) A lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. It's actually a UN religion that accompanied the rollout of Agenda 21. And uh, it was uh, just as a point of reference here. uh, In the Bible, it says that man has dominion over the earth, followed by, you know, animal, fish, fowl, and the earth itself. And then the Gaia, New World Order, uh, New Agers, they flip that paradigm. And the earth is supreme, followed by animal, fish, fowl, and we're at the bottom. We're lower than scum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not killing people. They're just killing the blight. When you hear these statements, Kathy, like, um, hey, COVID virus is a good thing. It's wiping out the blight on the planet. That's where that viewpoint comes from, what I just cited from Gaia.
1: Well, we know where that comes from.
0: Well, yeah, it's, you know, the big S, and I don't mean Superman. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kathy, tell, I us, think that... tell us where you're uh, You're now actively working. You're broadcasting. Uh, what are you doing?
1: Uh, no, I'm still over on the TV. They, they kick me off. They bring me back. They kick me off. They bring me back. I don't know. But I'm still over on um, a call for investigations with public TV out of Seattle.
0: Mm -hmm. How can people follow you? Is there a way that you appear across the nation? There really
1: isn't, unless you would go to my Gab account, and I post all my shows over there. Mm -hmm. Because they they take them, as soon as you put them on (laughs) YouTube, they're gone. So... If they go over to Gab and they look up 1948 Kitty, they will be on my page, and any shows that we do are posted over there.
0: Okay, that sounds really cool. Why does YouTube take you down? What's their objection?
1: Well, I'm not careful with my words, I guess.
0: You mean you say that those bad five-letter words like Jesus? I guess. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, my gosh. You know, you have to wonder what it would be like to be in the deep state right now. We hate Christians. We hate Jesus. We hate religion. But what if there really is a lake of fire?
1: Ooh. I keep telling God, please send me to D.C. Please.
0: Why? I
1: want to go. I want to sit in that Congress, and I want to see their eyes, eyeball to eyeball, when they tell every lie that they tell. I want to, them to see Jesus in me. Maybe then they'll understand He hears every word; He doesn't miss a beat. No. and at least I'll get my, I'll get my two cents in.
0: <laughs> so you're almost projecting yourself as. Uh, the Jesus disinfected of Congress, I mean, do you kind of envision you'll you'll do in Congress what Jesus did in the temple when He drove all the money changers out?
1: Oh, I wish
0: wouldn't that with boy, that would be a fantasy come true, wouldn't
1: it? Yes, it would, and I believe that I personally believe we all belong in the Congress right now. that is my Congress. I pay them. they don't pay me.
0: Not according to them. Go 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 to uh, uh, those old uh, town hall meetings. You know when they were holding them, and ask a question they don't want you to ask. Look how quickly they oh, usher I know. You, they usher you out right out the door at the speed of light. <laughs> there there they go. Okay, yep. so to sum up real quickly here, we've been talking with Kathy Rubio, and she has reinforced Red Dawn's alive, Tet offensive kind of stuff is alive. They're going to hit us when America's weak. And America is weak, but there's almost signs of life in the dead patient as protests are occurring across the country. And uh, if you're in Seattle, you can watch Kathy's show or you can go to her Gab account, which is what, again, give that out one more time
1: 1948 Kitty.
0: Okay, 1948 Kitty. Okay. All right. Well, Kathy, I want to thank you for joining us. Kind of lighthearted, but the topics beneath the lightheartedness are very, very serious. Ladies and gentlemen, please take this seriously and and join me in thanking Kathy for being with us. And if you're listening to us on KYH, we'll see you back here tomorrow. If you're listening to us on Global Star Red State Talk Radio Networks, uh, stay tuned. Uh, We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Thanks so much, Kathy. Take care. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you.